You're listening to the Faith Made Welcome podcast, a progressive podcast of faith where we look at Christianity from a progressive Baptist tradition. This podcast is brought to you by Commonwealth Baptist Church in Alexandria, Virginia. So whoever you are, wherever you are, or whatever you think about faith, you're welcome here. Please let us know what you think about our podcast by subscribing to it or by sharing it with someone who may be looking for a podcast like this. And we would love to hear your feedback. So please leave us a comment or question on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. Let's get started. I think part of what we're, we're doing now, like we're recording this on the fine Halloween holiday, but we're starting to look forward to another fine holiday, um, which is, or really a season, I guess, of Advent. Um, and so I think that's another one of the topics that we thought we could start tackling uh, is sort of using uh, these conversations as an as a entry point into Advent. Um, but when we were emailing about this, Lonnie, you talked about how we could tackle this two ways. We could talk about the history of Advent within the church and especially within the Baptist church, but also the idea that Advent, there was a period of Advent leading to the arrival of Jesus. And I think we've sort of... T- touched on that a little bit but I wonder if we should talk about what the word advent like what that means well I mean it's um, advent just means coming yeah Um, or and anticipation yeah Uh, what what was interesting to me about it was well growing up Baptist I I never observed advent it was not a thing mm. in my church at all right I never I'd never heard of advent until about 20 years ago in my current church right uh, and we, we 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 were doing hanging of the greens you know in mm-hmm. in uh, late November early December right and then we had the four Sundays yeah, lighting candles of lighting the candles yeah. you know peace do they do that in the Lutheran yeah. church yeah yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, one of them is a different color yeah pink yeah there's yeah, three what's purple, up with that? Yeah, what's pink. up with that? What's yeah, up? and then usually the Christ candle is white mm-hmm. for Christmas Day, mm-hmm. the fifth candle. Yeah, and we did Advent in um, the Methodist Church, and it was pretty typical. Uh, and then when I was kind of like a teenager, we went to like a lot of like non-denominational or uh, various flavors of Baptist, and there was no there was no Advent there. But I like Advent now. Yeah, I like it too. Um, yeah. So, well, the other the other thing that that was uh, in preparing for this that, that I learned about Advent was I uh, I thought Advent was was solely the coming. To, it was a celebration, a, a an anticipation of the birth of Jesus. Mm-hmm. That was what it was about. That's what that is. That's that's what Advent. That is what it is. I think I'm about to learn right now that that's not what it is. That is I not, that's what, that I is not what, what it I originally was. was. So like, I might, that is I might. what it has become. Right, yeah. right. But what originally, uh, apparently the first advent occurred about the third century in Spain and Gaul, mm. France. Right. And uh, and it was, it was a process of purification before baptism in, hmm. in the Epiphany. Yeah. Uh, and apparently they had baptisms on Epiphany Sunday. Hmm. 
and and there was this period before that uh, and so it was it was a it was a anticipation of baptism mm. the cleansing of the you know and the the the, 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 the uh, to, to symbolize the conversion experience right and but 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 apparently it was not a thing in the Catholic Church until probably uh, the sixth century, oh. mm. and um, and then it then it sort of and at that time it was Advent was the it was anticipation of the second coming, mm. not the birth of Christ. Mm -hmm. And and then and then later, it became sort of both. It was it was both. It was right. And, and I think the way I was explained in one place that I read is that the first two Sundays of Advent. Advent was normally four Sundays, mm -hmm. uh, leading up to Christmas. The first two Sundays were about the anticipation of the second coming, and the last two Sundays were anticipation of the birth of Christ. Mm. And so one was the second coming and one was the first coming. Mm. Huh. So, and the, but I think now it is, and I know in, the, I mean, apparently in the, the Baptist, <coughs> Baptist, and I think many of the other Protestant traditions didn't, uh, well, I'll, I'll say the low, low Protestant traditions like Baptist, mm -hmm. uh, that were more averse to the, uh, Forms and liturgy and ceremonies and right. stuff that were, that were so reviled within the Catholic Church or about the Catholic Church, uh, that and 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 Protestants tended to have more stripped-down service. Right. Uh, simple. Yeah. Simple, clean. You know, not a lot of icons and rigmarole and smells and bells and <laughs> lot. No, you know. Yeah. Just yeah, right, simple, right. and so, uh, so Advent was not a thing in the Baptist Church, right? Until about the nineteen sixties. Yeah, it it apparently uh, they they and and actually that is probably consistent with other things that were going on in the, in the Baptist Church is it was moving more toward the Catholic model. Mm -hmm. Of top down, and and becoming more formal, uh, and it may have been a reaction to political liberalism mm -hmm. and liberalism in religion, right? Li just lib general liberalism, no rules, mm -hmm. fewer rules, and they and they felt like structure was needed, right? And so so adding things like an Advent season was consistent with adding a structure, adding some structure into the church to. Right. Was it more the, the Southern Baptists that brought it in versus like more of like an American? I mean, our church is more American Baptist, but we bring it in. But was the origin, you think, more? I don't know. I, I think it was, my understanding was that it was, th that pretty much most Baptists didn't recognize it. Now, I don't know when the American Baptists uh, started uh, recognizing Advent and, and celebrating it as, right. a, as an institution in, or a, a, a form of worship, right? But, but the Southern Baptist, it was in the, as, as late as the '60s. Yeah. Before. Yeah. So, was it always part of the tradition at 
at churches that you've been part of or it was never part of any until church commonwealth until commonwealth but yeah. then but then i i mean i mean i i was i was very active in church up until about 1970 okay or 68 something like that right so uh, it was coming to the church as you were leaving the church yeah yeah, yeah. 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 so and, and so i don't remember but i don't remember right. it at all yeah so when you started coming to Commonwealth, was it already a fixture in? I believe that it was. Of, yeah. And I started there in '86. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And I think they were doing it then. Yeah. I mean, I did find when we started coming to the church, and we've only been going, I guess, probably about five years or so. It was one of the things I really liked about the church because I grew up with Advent, and to me, it helps me get ready for Christmas. Um, and so. Especially like as an adult, Christmas doesn't feel the same way it did as a kid, but Advent does feel the same, right? Mm. Like I can still get into that. So I like the fact that it's there, but it's still, um, it almost surprises me every time. Like, oh yeah, we're going to break out the candles. It's about time. Yeah. Well, you know, while, while we're just talking generally about the history of these things, Christmas and Easter are two high holidays in right. our faith. Yeah. Christmas was not set for December 25th until Constantine. Right. So it's 300 years after Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And originally, I think his birthday was celebrated like the end of March. Right. And Constantine moved it to to uh, December. I people think because it, it's to coincide with the uh, the winter solstice. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So it's like it's a a sort of a blending of. Mm -hmm. of, of Christianity and paganism. Right. Because I think that, like, research kind of seems to demonstrate that it is unlikely he was actually born in December. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, and yeah. e Easter was much later. Right. The date for Easter, it fluctuated. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of argument. Right. And that was part, part of what caused the split between the Eastern Church and the Western Church. Right. Now, it was one, I mean, one of many things, but. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because we have these two kind of like high ho holidays that came comparatively kind of late after the start of the faith, right? But they're now, and they're kind of book, you know, they're separated enough so that they're like, you know, like kind of six months apart. We'll do a good check-in. <laughs> and they are preceded by these, these, these weeks of preparation yeah exactly yeah, so yeah. we have the advent season leading to christmas and then we have the lent season you know associated oh, with easter yeah. so like it's kind of interesting that we like that this becomes part of what we do as it's, the faith it's, tradition. A, it's, a, it's a variation on the commercialism theme yeah how so <laughs> <laughs> it's how you sell stuff yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> you gotta hype it up yeah. you gotta you gotta talk about it and prepare and Right? It's advertisement. It's right. it's marketing. Yeah, yeah. You're not getting ready for a I mean, day. I mean, I mean, that's a that's a, right. that's a that's a very cynical view. But I mean, but it, but I, there is an element of that. Right. In it, like uh, Christmas is the church's grand reopening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it kind of, we we do often. I mean, that it, it is a marketing tool, right? Like, how many people come through the door on yeah. Christmas and yeah. Easter, and then the hope is that they come back, right? Yeah. Like, so we've got to do a good good song and dance so that people return. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you on the cynicism there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But Paul, so Lent was, or not Lent, uh, Advent was part of your 
Oh yeah, this Lutheran. is informative for me. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I uh, going through to a, a Lutheran church throughout the '70s and '80s. Advent was always a thing. I didn't, I didn't know that people didn't do Advent. <laughs> yeah. I, it was like I thought it was uh, kind of hammered into the in the stone yeah. uh, for everyone. And I had not, I, I, I had nothing to base that info, information off of, so I never actually like thought about it. You know, it's like oh. It's Advent. They're giving out the big candle thing with the, you know, because that's what wreaths are for, right? They're not like pagan symbolism of greenness and things like that. It's you put the candle in it, you know, as the Advent wreath that you have right. Kind, of, right. kind of there. I mean, one of them is pink, and I don't know what that's about, but there it is. And yeah, we always we always celebrated Advent. Yeah, it's one of the few uh, religious things that we had in our house. Was my mom had a old Advent wreath that I don't know if it's made out of plastic or what. You know, it must have been. You know, she broke that, that out. She broke that out. You know, every uh, every late November, right for Thanksgiving, because uh -huh. that's when it starts, right? You go right from Thanksgiving straight in, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and you're sort of off to the race, and then we have cookies, and then Lutherans are all about the food. Advent calendars, yeah, yeah, with little candy in them, and now and now you can get Advent beer. Yes, yeah, yeah. Get, get, yeah. get a cheap. You can get one at Costco. Right. Well, that's at the Aldi. I guess they do like Advent wine and beer maybe or maybe and maybe chocolate and they sell out like immediately it's like people people buy yeah. in to the advent thing even if it's like it doesn't seem to matter if it's tied to faith it's i think we like the idea of a countdown and we like the idea yeah. of like and we, a we like candy treat. we like beer i'm in yeah it seems good i mean it's it's just like counting down to the new year but yeah. you don't get you have a month not just a day yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is an interesting thing. Yeah. So what else, Lonnie, did you learn in your Advent research? Nothing. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's really about it. I noticed uh, when I was looking at the Advent wreaths or when we had an Advent wreath, when we in our house or in our church or wherever we were, that one of the candles is pink, and I think it was the third one. Uh, so what's up with the pink candle? Like, is that a thing? The pink candle. Well... Can any candle be pink, or is it always the third one? No, it's always the third. Uh, so there are four, right? And each of them kind of have different topics related to them. Although, depending on where you look, right, like there's a different version of this. Um, so week one of Advent is hope. Week two is peace. And then your pink candle is the joy week. And then we round out with love. And then the Jesus candle for Christmas Eve is white. Is that what it's called, the Jesus candle? Well, that's what I've always called it. Who came up with these anyway? That's not a question I can answer. Okay, cool. But I Good. think, well, I mean, I think it's been done like the Roman Catholic Church always does it and has that. That, that, that particular joy flow. Because when I think when I was in, growing up in the church and, and with our Advent wreaths at home, it was always just week one. Too, and I don't think uh, it might have been a thing, but I've but it's been too young to really pay attention to it. So they might have preached about the theme, and so maybe if yeah, we were I might have tuned out for that. Tuned part, in, but we might have heard so much. Yeah, the only thing I remember is like that third candle is pink, isn't it? That's how you know you're. <laughs> Why is this pink? That's how you know that the bowl games are starting. Right? Uh -huh. with the pink yeah, and every year I try to make an Advent wreath kind of situation for our house, um, and it's always a thing because I am very particular that I want one candle that stands out it doesn't necessarily have to be pink but it has to definitely be a different color yeah so but not white because white's a jesus candle white is jesus so um why is it a different color 
You know, I don't know the answer to that. I mean, why can't it be the same color as the other ones in this kind of color? Joy candle. Well, maybe we should theorize about that, right? Like, so how it's is joy so different? special about joy. Yeah, well, so the other ones we have are hope, peace, and love. So why is joy the standout? I don't know. Me neither. Cool. Mm. Well, that's why we're going to have yeah. the pastors on next week yeah, to tell us all the questions. answers. Yeah, that's a good question um, for them. So stay tuned, listeners, to yeah. see what, uh, what uh, professionals have to say or yeah. what clergy have to say. Indeed. It's a different color at all, let alone the pink one. Yeah. I don't think it's pink because the other ones were purple. Yeah, right? that, um, yeah, but there's some Plus significance, right? Palette situation. Well, they do go together better, but um, we have a lot of other traditions in the church too, right? We have the uh, the hanging of the greens, and then our uh, Christmas trees actually have all these Christmas. Yeah, I've never heard of those before this conversation either, actually. Yes, and Lonnie had never heard about that until he came to our church. That's wild. Wild. So many traditions so surrounding many. the run up to to Christmas. Uh-huh. It's interesting. It's interesting to see about these candles too. I'm looking forward to our chat uh, in a couple of weeks with Robin and Marty to hear what the uh, what they have to say about it. Yeah, I'd uh. never heard of a Christmas until I came to our church, current church. Right, and all the ornaments that are on our tree, right, are they're all Christmas, right? Right, right. Like, and there's like an anchor, and there's all these symbols. Yeah. yeah. So what did you learn about the Chrismon after coming to our church? Well, I learned that it was one of the old lady Sunday school classes yeah. back in the 50s that initially did all these Chrismons. They made them from either gold beads, silver beads, or white beads, or, or white gold or silver products. Mm-hmm. And they made these Chrismons. And, and some of them are quite... Uh, <laughs> Intricate, right? They are very intricate. I yeah. Mean, a Christmas uh, is a Christmas is just a, it's like a Christmas ornament. Yeah. Okay. But it's but it but they are symbols of the faith. Okay. Some of them are letters. Uh, like one is Christus, is the letters Greek in Greek? It's Christus, <laughs> and I think it that actually translates into Jesus Christ, Son of God, Lord of all. I don't mm-hmm. know what it, mm-hmm. I've forgotten now, but yeah. it's something like that. Uh, and then there's uh, I mean, just there's summer. like the Jesus fish, right? Yeah, there's yeah. the fish, mm. yeah, the circle and stars and right, yeah. There's like a crown of thorns, like there's uh, the circle symbolizing the world and God's wholeness. Um, there's the orb and the cross, the reminder that the world's the world needs Christ. Mm. Um, but this was definitely the first church where I heard the idea of a Chrismon tree, for yeah. sure. Did you know, had you heard Chrismon? No. Yes, I've not heard that f- word. This is new to me. When I yeah. saw the, the Beth Seamill come in, I was like, Chrismon, is that a typo? That? <laughs> right. <laughs> Do they know it's Christmas? It's Christmas. <laughs> it's like, yeah. What are they Googling over there? Well, and I think that's one of the reasons. I think it's that appreciation of the history where we do the hanging of the greens and then, you know, part of what we do. And it'll be interesting to see how we do this in Zoom time, in the COVID times, Mm -hmm. um, because we do the hanging of the greens. And part of the kind of ritual within our church is to read the history of each of those pieces. Yeah. Now, 
we can clearly see how well Lonnie and I are retaining that life year to year. Yeah, life yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Now it's like every time I hear it, it's like something new. <laughs> I don't retain it very well. Right. Yeah. But it. Um, I mean, no, it's there. But I. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you get out of the season of Advent? Do you like? Do you appreciate the ritual? Like, are you glad that it's part of the church now, or? Um. Yeah, I think I think I think ritual is important. I mm -hmm. mean, be, because it is just it is a way for people to have a common experience around a common interest. Yep. And that's that's what it is. I mean, it's it's. Um, Mm -hmm. And it, it, I mean, it, it, it makes it from, I mean, for me, it's, it's, um, it's just, it's another way of communicating a message. I mean, you can do it through song, you can do it through prayer, you can do it through sermon, you can do it through these little side rituals, like right. the Lord's Supper or Eucharist or whatever you call it, and, or the hanging of the greens or these other things that we do that are that help create create memories, mm -hmm. create bonds mm -hmm. uh, that are that help bind a community together around something that's hopefully good. Right. <laughs> uh, well, that's kind of what faith is in general, right? Like that thing that I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of interesting. Now I'm thinking about the fact that you were away from the church for a while and you came back to it, right? Like, not that I did not tell you I was going to ask you this question, Lonnie, but like, what do you get out of, out of faith? Like what brings, what brought you back to that uh, kind of ritual? It was social and intellectual. Mm -hmm. I have never, I've never had a strong faith. Hmm. I mean, a, a, an emotional faith mm -hmm. but I have had I haven't I have an intellectual interest mm -hmm. in the ideas that come out of the faith discussion mm -hmm. that I thoroughly enjoy it gives me a lot of pleasure mm -hmm. uh, and I like the people so mm -hmm. it's 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 the people and the ideas and um, That's, that's, that's pretty much it. it mm -hmm. Isn't that as, as close as you can come to the original intention of Christianity, though? The people and the ideas. And, and all, all the other ritualistic stuff is sort of added on a little bit post-Pentecost, post so to speak. You know, it was gather in my name and you are a church. You know, and it's, it's about the ideas and the, and, the, and the people coming together mm -hmm. in the original spirit of it isn't it well i mean i yeah i mean you, you know f uh, you know going I'm back i'm to speculating i may be like totally way off with that you know i was like i mean for know. me personally uh the whole propitiation aspect of religion i have zero interest in mm -hmm. 
All right, Lonnie, you're going to have to define that word. Thank that, you, Shane. <laughs> it's the, it's the appease, appeasing the gods. It's, mm. it's uh -huh. honoring and glorying, glorifying yeah. out there. Right. Um, you go to the soteriological, which is, which is beliefs and ethics. Uh -huh. I'm not big on beliefs. Uh -huh. I'm, not, I'm not big on supernatural beliefs. Uh, I do have beliefs. Right. But they're not in the supernatural. Uh -huh. I, I pretty much don't believe in the supernatural. Right. Uh, I do think that stories about the supernatural can be important. Mm -hmm. they, 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 have, they have a heuristic effect mm. they, to, to teach, to, to explain, to, to, and I think that's good. Yeah. But, 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 the, but the ethics part and, and learning how to live, I mean, to me, uh, you, you know, for, for me personally, this whole idea of, of believing in Jesus, and I tell people all the time, I do believe in Jesus. I don't believe that he's God. Right. I don't believe, I don't know that there is a God. I don't know if there is or not. Mm -hmm. I'm sort of agnostic. But, but it doesn't matter. Right. It really doesn't matter. I mean, I think there's a lot of stuff out there that I don't understand. Mm -hmm. And I'm willing to put that, my, I'm sort of a God in the gap kind of guy. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, and that's, that's fine with me. Yeah. But, 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 but Jesus, to me, I, what I believe in is what he said and did. Mm -hmm. And what he said and did was, he was an example. Yeah. And I believe that if I live as much as can, I can by his example, right. I mean, that is good for me. Mm -hmm. And I think there are plenty of people who live by his example who've never heard of him. But it's just like, it's, I mean, to all the people that live in China, that never heard of Jesus, are they all going to hell? No, I don't think that. Yeah. I mean, right. most people don't think that. Right. Uh, but, uh, but, but I, I do think that how you treat other human beings, and I mean, it's it's not that complicated. It's it's doing to others. It's it's thinking about things outside of yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, that 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 to me is very powerful. Mm -hmm. And I find that reinforced in church. I find it reinforced. It, it is exemplified in Jesus's life and his teachings. Mm. Right. And, and that's what I believe in. Right. But, that, but, but most people, when they say believe in him, they mean you believe he's a God. You believe he died and was raised from the dead. You believe he's a virgin birth. You believe he turned water into wine. Mm -hmm. you, you believe all that stuff. That's right. magic. I don't believe in that. Right. But, but, I, but, but it's okay and it's, it's helpful. Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't, doesn't bother me that it's in there. I mean, I don't, it, I mean, I'm not offended that it's in there. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. but, but it's just like, it's like other, other religions from, <laughs> from the Egyptians to the Persians to whatever that had, had, had gods that died and came mm -hmm. back. I mean, that's not an unusual, and had virgin births. Mm -hmm. It's not an unusual story. It's, Jesus wasn't the first one that was that was told about. Right. <laughs> right. And and to me, that's a that's a. <laughs> I, mean, it, I mean, that helps for me to confirm my own sense of what's of what's important about 
about my faith yeah. and what I believe in. Right. And, um, and that's one of the things that I think was the most sort of astonishing thing about coming to the church that we go to is that um, I think I had been so used to faith communities where the important thing where it was what do we agree we believe in right and what do we agree we believe about jesus about ourselves and about salvation and the path to yes. something and like and that was very prescribed and i don't see that as being the central value of our little church no and, right? and and i you know i think we have we have a whole range of people in our church absolutely some of our gay members came out of very fundamentalist traditions. Mm -hmm. right. Their religious views are very conservative, right. but they were rejected as human beings, so they're in our church, but they're still conservative Christians, right. which, and that's fine. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, I don't have a problem with what anybody else believes. But the other thing I was gonna say is that this, this the other thing that I believe, and, and I, in fact, I just posted on this with face, one of my conservative friends in, <laughs> in Tennessee. Lonnie's uh, a riot on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> doing the real work I, there y'all I, 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 I basically I, I told him about believing in Jesus mm -hmm. and, and what I more or less what I just explained uh -huh. and, and then I said the other thing I, that I believe is that is that from my faith I, I get heaven on earth mm. yeah. actually the way it started off it started off as a discussion the, this guy was uh, telling me that if he had his life to live over again, he would change a lot of, he would change some things. Mm -hmm. And I thought I was responding to that. And I said, you know, if I had mine to live over, I, I, I know there's some things that I would change, but, but I've had a blessed life. I've basically, I've, I feel very fortunate. Mm -hmm. I've been able to do what I wanted to do, and I've been able to live in a way mm. that I felt was, was good for me, mm -hmm. and, uh, and I haven't, I haven't had a lot of, I mean, I've had crap in my life like everybody else. Right. But it's never been overwhelming. And some people's is, and I recognize mm -hmm. that. But I'm lucky, and I recognize that I'm lucky. Right. Uh, but then I, got, then I got into, because I knew he was a religious guy. Yeah. I went into the Jesus stuff. <laughs> and, 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 and so, but then I finally got down to heaven and hell. And, and I said that, you know, for me, my faith, gives me the way to have heaven. And I think heaven is here and now, not there and then. Right. And, and it's, it's the Rob Bell, you know. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. It's, it's the Rob Love Wins book. Right. It had a profound influence on me. At least in helping me to articulate that notion. Yeah. And, 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 and Jesus talking about the kingdom of God being here, yeah. and he, he was talking about it. He wasn't talking about I come, you know, he did talk about, you know, I come to a prayer place in heaven, but, but he also talked about creating the kingdom of God here. Mm -hmm. and, and it has to do with, you have the kingdom of God with you when you're living in right relationship with mm -hmm. other people. Mm -hmm. well, that's, that's what the kingdom of God is. Right. That's kind of an interesting thing that, to think about in the relationship to Advent. Like, so how do we reconcile that idea of like, the kingdom of God being sort of here and available and accessible to us here with this idea of anticipation. Because I think a lot of times the way Advent is approached is it's 
it's this longing for a thing we don't have access to. Mm -hmm. We don't have it now. Yeah, right. We need, to get we need it. it. And that's why, like, right, like, hope is one of the, the four things that we sort of, we observe within um, Advent. And Paul and I just recently recorded a podcast on our other podcast where we were thinking, we were problematizing hope. Like, there seems to be some inherent struggle in the concept of hope because you're, you're not seeing the glory of what's right here. You're looking for the next thing. Well, that's, and I think part of that, the reason hope's important is because there are times. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have been through times when I have had hard things happening to me. Right. Hope in, that something's gonna get better is real important. Right. And there's some people who have overwhelming problems. Yeah. And mm -hmm. for them, hope is everything. Yeah. I mean, because they're not, they don't have peace, they don't have love, they don't have joy. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. They got nothing but shit in their life. Yeah. yeah. From every which way. Right. And if they can, but if they have hope, that it can change. Yeah. They don't have it now, but it can come. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago we did one uh, of, of Faith Made Welcome, you know, and, and I don't know if it was Marty or Robin, I think it was Marty, was talking about this. Hope is gritty. Mm -hmm. Hope is gritty. He was what he was what he was saying. Mm -hmm. You know, it is gritty. Gritty. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It takes a little chutzpah and some. <laughs> it's an impetus to do some some work that is hard. Yeah. I mean, it's a recognition of the way things are that are not good, and seeing things as they are, not being as much as they could be, and, and working to for them to become better. You know, and he kept he kept saying the word gritty. Mm -hmm. It's gritty. Yeah. Because um, I intended for that to be a light-hearted, happy-go-lucky podcast for the holiday season, talking about hope. It didn't go that way, Sherry. No, no <laughs> he brought that to me, and I was like, like let me tell you all hope, the terrible things know, about it's hope. Like, Ooh, mm. yeah. it's, a, it's a barometer of uh, well-being as much as anything else, how much hope you have. So. Right. Well, I mean, one of the things I asked Paul in that podcast that we recorded about hope is whether or not you can have hope and joy at the same time. What do you think, Lonnie? Can you have hope and joy at the same time? Yeah, because because I think I, the answer is yes because I think you can compartmentalize your life, mm -hmm. and you can have twelve parts of your life. In three parts, you've got shit. In nine <laughs> yeah, parts, you've yeah. got good stuff going on. Right. You can have joy with this and hope for that. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's right. Yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> right. Yeah. What, yeah. What what do, what are we what are we doing well and what could be even better? You yeah. know, it's yeah yeah. Where's the good? Well, it's interesting. I I think going into Advent this year in particular feels very interesting. And I think a lot of people need Advent and not in the, we are all anticipating the second coming kind of way. I think we need Advent in a, yeah, a lot of us are anticipating a season of joy that might come sometime. Yeah, right. Like, like we, next Tuesday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, we are all anticipating uh, times when we will need hope uh maybe we're longing for a little love and <laughs> definitely a lot of peace right like i think that's that's what i like about advent is for me every year that i work through it there's a different reason that i need to connect to those four concepts um so i think that's kind of for me it's not about the big the big stuff and it's not always really about Jesus. It's about cultivating these concepts. Can right? I ask you a question, Sherry? Oh no, Paul. It's a softball. Oh great. 
<laughs> uh, you use the phrase "work through it." Uh huh. Um, when we when we were celebrating Advent growing up, we there was there was not working through it. What are you working through? What does that mean? What does that mean? Do you work through it? Working through Advent is that what I said? Yeah. Yeah. That's what <laughs> well, I think that's it's like whoa, hey, work, whoa! Work through I don't it. think I just right. work through Advent like it's like depression or something. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, like, but what, what are you working through? What life is life is cyclical, and you go through seasons, and so I think. When I'm going through Advent, I'm, it's, it is, it's a season of intention. And so I mm. think I'm working through what does it look like to have periods of intention. So, so you do take each one of those weeks and the association with them and investigate your, maybe do some journaling or some scrapbooking I, or something <laughs> for, on each one of those subjects? Because I'm a real scrapbooker. Yeah. You know that to be true about <laughs> me, Paul. Um, yeah, yeah I, I get out my washi tape. And, yeah, right. Um, right. No offense to anybody that does. No, yeah, um, yeah I do try to do that kind of thing. Mm. And it, it tends to be a way that I let myself down every year because mm. <laughs> I'm not really good at discipline. You flame out by yeah. candle, too. Yeah. yeah, but I do. And I think it's, I think there's a lot of materials out there. Like a couple weeks ago, I got from Robin. Uh, a couple of different Advent devotionals, and I always have mm -hmm. good intention. Like I'm going to read a thing. Yeah, every we always day. had one. We always had one. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. I Did used to write one. Yeah, yeah, I think we might be doing another one at the church this year. Yeah, I think Marsha's doing one. Yeah, I'm not, they didn't ask me. No, I think which we, is fine. I, I, did, I didn't get asked either. They've heard enough from us, Lonnie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Our service has been noted. Right, right. right. And, uh, They're spreading the love around. Yeah. yeah. So, well, yeah, so you've written for those. I've written for them in the past. Like, what role do you think those play in? Oh, I like them. Yeah. I like, I like writing them. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's an intellectual exercise. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but the thing that I didn't like about it yeah. was, that, was that we always had, we were passed out a verse. Right. And I would read the verse, and the verse would have nothing to do with anything. <laughs> I mean, it was, the, it was like, it's like random, yeah. just totally random verses that have nothing to do with the season, the, I mean, and, and faith, hope, love, or joy, nothing. And, and, but it, they would have a word with it. Right. They would, they would be one of those four words with it. Right. But it wouldn't relate in any way. Hmm. And right. so, so then I was, but it was a game to try and figure out how to make those words fit that concept. Yeah, see, that's what well, I loved about it, because I'm yeah. like, ooh, a challenge, challenge accepted. And as an English teacher, I think, like, that's what I'm good at. I was like, going to say, that sounds like an SAT question, not an Advent oh, celebration yeah, of faith, no. you know. It's like <laughs> yeah. So what I'd end up doing is just, I'd just write about, I would segue immediately into a subject that I wanted to write about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and shoehorn it backwards, We'll get there. Right? Yeah, yeah, we'll get like, there. Just yeah. be patient. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> And so that's how this relates to yeah. the sheep and the wolves. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> I know, I do the same thing. Um, yeah. But I, th I, think that's a, I think that's a good tradition. I think it is, mm. too. Well, one of the things that I, I like about Advent, uh, and especially like Advent readers like that, that we look at as a community, I like the idea that we, we have a shared intention across the community. So we're thinking about similar ideas because it, it gives us an excuse to just talk to each other and connect. Like, even if it's, did you read that one? What did that have to do with anything? Yeah. Right? We still have something and to talk about. And some of them end up being totally weird. Right. I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's just, really? Yeah. 
<laughs> well, that's, you know, I write the call to worship a lot of times for the church, and there are weeks where I'll get the scripture. And in fact, this morning I said this to my husband. I was like, so I read the scripture this morning. I know that there are words no. there and they make sense, but I don't know what don't it's know. about. Yeah. <laughs> but these are the things that I feel like as a kid, like we couldn't admit this kind of thing. Like we all just had to nod along and be like, yes, thank you for that scripture. Yeah, I mean, when we when we were confirmed in the church, when we were in, you know, seventh grade or eighth grade or whatever yeah. that was, we each got a Bible verse that was our... Oh, do you this is your yours? no, I don't, I don't. Ah, it's like I need to dig through the paper and see what it was. I wouldn't be surprised if it was something like he wept or something. Like, <laughs> you know, just like, ah. He gave up you the know, something, something from yeah. the, something, <laughs> yeah. something from the genealogy or something. You know, uh, somebody begot somebody else. Began. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, it's a. Uh, but yeah, it, it reminded because I was thinking about that a lot lately as well. You know, it's like when you get these like the standalone verse, it's like. What is the what is the place for these standalone verses? Because we did do a lot of that in, in my tradition growing up. It's like we, I knew this verse here, those verses there. We all know three sixteen, right? And yep, yep. the 320s are a little bit more interesting, right? When you get to like twenty one or twenty two. But um, yeah, but John three sixteen <laughs> looks good on a t-shirt. It looks good on a t-shirt and on a banner and all yep. that other kind of mm -hmm. stuff. And it's and already in the stained glass. So. Yeah, that's right. It's already in the stained glass, and those are expensive to change. Right, but there's some right. other Johns that are pretty pretty good. Um, but uh, yeah, this uh, this whole standalone Bible verse notion is like, what is the context here? What is this really trying to say, and what do I what do I do with it? Because <laughs> yeah. there was there was a lot of that. Yeah, I, I'm laughing because there's this picture of my family and I. We went to a Red Sox game, and we're all Red Sox fans, and so we're all decked out in Red Sox gears, so lots of red and lots of blue, and it's delightful. Except my mom is standing there, and she also has red and blue on, mm. but it definitely says John 3.16, yeah. and we were yeah. like, and so my brother and I had this joke that like, and we all went and wrote, rooted for the socks, except for mom, who was yeah. rooting for Jesus, for Jesus all along. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> uh, Jesus wins. So are there, are there Advent rituals that people still go through? I mean, well, I think, you know, there's the church advent wreath and all that and then there's yeah. still the home one i still i still make an advent wreath do you get the wreath out and year. light the candles actually i don't really do a wreath because i find them tacky mm. um so a lot of times it's a decorative plate with like four jars and i drive my husband very crazy like going from store to store looking for the right candles because um, they don't really sell them um in the right purple and the right rose um, so that, mm. uh, for me, part of like my Advent process is creating an Advent set of candles set up. I don't know what's, without the wreath, I don't know what to call it. An Advent. Ring? Ring. Circle? Yeah. Well, sometimes it's a square. Advent, Advent candles? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 A collection of candles for the celebration of Advent. Yeah. So I do that. Um, and then I think there's like the daily, the daily devotional. Thing. Where do you get your thing? daily devotional thing? Does church provide CBC, it? Man. CBC, man. Yeah. CBC. How could our listeners get a copy of that? Is well, it, it publicly depends. available on the web or is it a mailer or what do we? I don't know if we know that information yet, but I think Coming up. Marcia mm. might, right? Like, but it'll probably be, yeah, distributed, I imagine, through the email hmm. uh, yeah. this year. Um, yeah. I think normally you would just walk into church and they'd hand you Pick one. Pick one up, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. they make a. They used to make a booklet. Yeah. And they'd have them in the foyer. Right. Yep. Yeah. So we'll have that, and I think it. This year, uh, I think in the past we've had 
multiple people do multiple entries. I think the idea is having like 24 different people, so different crowdsourced. voices. Crowdsourced. Crowdsourced, yeah. Cool, very yeah. cool. Anticipate yeah. the season with with the whole community. And I think this year that I think will be good. I think it's good to get people, That's it's a, great a way idea. to get people involved yes. and contributing in into yep. the activities of the church. That's a yeah, great idea. absolutely. And I think one of the reasons I'm really looking forward to it this year is I just think we haven't, we haven't had a lot of opportunity to hear from each other that much because of COVID. Um, and so sustained listening to all of our church Yeah, there's some people that I haven't seen. I haven't seen them at the service. Mm -hmm. I mean, on, you know, when they show the names of who's, right. who's sort of checked in and all that. One year for Halloween, mm -hmm. we, uh, we, we celebrated at the church and yeah. we had, and have you ever heard this story? Um, maybe. He brought a casket and he got in the casket oh my goodness. with a whole bunch of candy in it and it was closed and, and or no, it was open. And when ki when kids would come up, he would raise <laughs> <laughs> up. And, and, and we oh got complaints. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was it was it was religious complaints. I mean, it was yeah, uh -huh. right. It was uh, blasphemy. Or I can't remember what complaints. all it was. Yeah. You know, Heretical. funny enough, we recorded about. <laughs> Halloween experiences a couple weeks ago, and Marty didn't bring that up. No, I'm we didn't bring that up. Yeah. So we're gonna have to, we will have to circle yeah, back to our fine pastor up. on that subject. Yeah. How are we doing? I think we're doing pretty good. We doing all right? I think we're doing all right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Feeling good? Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks, Lonnie, for taking some time to chat with us. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed it. Appreciate good. it. Good. Yeah. yeah. And uh, sometime next year, maybe we'll have you on more to go deeper in with the history of the church uh lonnie's got 10 weeks of material <laughs> yeah so yeah. we've got 10 yeah. weeks to you know do you think about doing in. another another uh, class if uh, if we get back I to that thought point about or is it, it uh, and i i was i was i was planning it i was thinking about it mm -hmm. when covid hit yeah, yeah. and then i uh, then it just kind of yeah well and that's What's so interesting about the Faith Made Welcome podcast is the origin story of that pod, this podcast is really the original idea was not Paul and Sherry would have a podcast through CBC. It was, we are going to take Lonnie Rich's class and make it a yeah. podcast. But it was an early story, yeah. Was, yeah, but this was the first, but then when I first emailed you, you were like, I'm in my busy season, come back soon. And so I did. <laughs> yeah, everything to this point has been filler waiting filler, for Lonnie. Filler, waiting for Lonnie. Was late summer? Yep, yeah. yep, that's yeah, what it was. Well, that, that was, it wasn't my busy season. It was, the firm was yes, splitting up. Yes, transitioning, yeah. yeah. Right. The old firm split up, and so, but yeah. now we're reestablished. Right. We've gone in four different directions, but it's, it's all good. I mean, it's. Yeah. So we yeah. might still have some outstanding uh, things to do here with indeed find mr rich indeed yeah so with his permission of course yeah we filled 12 weeks waiting for you and <laughs> that was our own anticipation yeah, our and serious season yeah, and, and, of and advent the, <laughs> the serious one well, is well, uh, you know, yet another teaser for uh, yeah, the next I'd, thing we're going to do with I'd, I'd, rich. Be, I'd be happy to, to do it yeah i think um, it would be good and i i like the conversational yeah 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 it's a good structure listeners do too 
Yeah. Well, we don't know if they do, but Paul and I like it. <laughs> yeah, so. I like it, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Paul and Sherry. Yeah. You know, the so. listeners are saying, all they do is sit there and like talk about this stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. they actually bring some structure to this. Thing. Well, you know, what's funny is, you know, one of the, one of the most popular things on radio was the two car guys. Yeah, oh, car yeah. Talk. Car talk. Absolutely. Car talk. Car talk, and they were yeah. ridiculous. Millions yeah. of listeners. But they were just millions. talking. Yep. Just talking. Hilarious show. That's, we hope one day people <laughs> will say that about our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were on NPR for decades. Yeah. Decades. Yeah, that's you great. know, they were yeah. a couple of guys in Boston. Yeah. Technically, they would say Cambridge, right? Uh, right, with people calling in. Calling saying, My in, car kind of goes, yeah. Ah, yeah. And they're like, oh, I know exactly what that is. Yeah. Click and clack, the Tappan Brothers. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Well, well I'm, I'd be happy to do it. Good. What would be good is if I could have like a two week lead in, lead in, yeah, so that I can, yeah, uh, do it any way you want, yeah, do it any yeah. way you want. We could pace it, uh, but I think that would be a fun thing for, and we, us and it to doesn't do have to be the time, we can, it doesn't have to be the, we can do like the advent thing, right, just yeah. something totally new, yeah, yeah, for sure, a couple of topics here and there, yeah, yeah, yeah. spread it out. I like it. Yeah. Like for 2021. Yeah. And the best part is Paul and I get to learn. Yes. Because mm -hmm. I know precious little. Mm -hmm. well, you know, that's, that, that's, that's the thing. I mean, what's, what's a, uh, I, I was telling, I was, I, in preparing for these things, uh -huh. I don't get sick, but I get sort of, my anxiety is high. Mm -hmm. Ah, yeah. Because I, because what I realized mm -hmm. is that how little I know, mm. uh -huh. but Marsha keeps saying, yeah, but you know, 90% more than anybody else in the world. Right, yeah. And, and so it's, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and. Well, that's, I was telling my students this thing this week about how novices who have just learned to do a thing are super confident and they rate their ability to do it super high. But people who are actually like, moderate to maybe even experts rate their confidence within it super low because they know enough to know how much, how much they don't, don't know, know. Yeah. right? Yeah. The mountain is high. Yeah. 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 That's, I don't know. I think I teach so I can learn. Watch out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, cool. Awesome. Well, done. Done. There we are. There we go. Thanks, Lonnie. Well, I enjoyed that. Yeah. Thanks, y'all. This podcast is produced by Sherry Spiegel, Paul Fitzgerald, and This Most Unbelievable Life. For more information, please check us out at www.thismostunbelievablelife.com. <laughs>